Tickets for Freedom Summit Chicago are on sale now at freedomsummitchicago.com. That's freedomsummitchicago.com. Good morning, Dan and Amy. And uh, we were talking about uh, the uh, 9-11 ceremony, the president's words yesterday, uh, remembering uh, everyday heroes on United 93. Also, uh, it was interesting. Uh, I saw this at realclearpolitics.com. There was a ground-level video footage from the day, from 9-11-2001, at the World Trade Center that was recently released after a series of FOIA lawsuits to release this footage uh, by the government. And, um, I mean, it was chilling, fascinating. Some of the interviews of these uh, journalists that were on the ground in real time as this was happening, I mean, you see the World Trade Center buildings smoldering before they collapse. collapse. And then there's uh, instances of people talk of of journalists talking to first responders on the ground, talking to people who had just escaped one of the burning towers. Uh, One everyday hero, just to give you a flavor of it, and just so we remember the everyday heroes whose names sort of fade into 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 our memories, but um, should be memorialized in history. One is a gentleman named um, uh, Mike Benfanti, who had uh, just escaped uh, the World Trade Center, talked about uh, what just happened. I had 40 people in there, just explosion. There's a light flash out my my window. My whole doorway to the entrance of my office blew open. My my office was freaking out. I just told him to calm down and get to the center of the office. Everybody was fine on my floor, and we just started heading down the stairs. I heard people were trapped in the bathroom. I ran to the bathroom. It was just blown out. I asked if anybody was in there. People weren't in there. So I started going down the steps. I heard people shouting. I stopped at like 68, and there's a woman in a wheelchair. And, and, uh, and I got her in a strap wheelchair and just carried her down the steps and carried her down. <laughs> 68 floors, man. And then we got lost on the fifth floor. It was, it was chaos. It was just, what do you work for? Uh, Network Plus Communications Company out of uh, Randolph, Mass. How do you spell it? Mike Benfonte, B-E-N-F-A-N-T-E. You know, everyday heroes like Benfonte who helped the 60-year-old woman in a, in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. And, I mean, you see the scenes, and it's, you know, it's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's just incredible. But um, it's important to remember. Uh, and it's important to remember heroes from uh, who've served our country going back to World War II. And, and the uh, Korean War. Korean War. I mean, wow. people who have served our country from World War II forward who are still with us, um, as well as the heroes from our country's founding forward. And uh, one of the organizations that does a great job of that, of course, is Honor Flight. Mary Petnato is the CEO and co-founder of Honor Flight Chicago. They're making their 88th trip to Washington, D.C. today, and she joins us to tell us a little bit about that. Mary, thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dan. So uh, Excited to be here. Uh, well, thank you. And so who's, uh, who's, Hi, Mary. who's on the flight today? Hi, Amy. Uh, 
So today we have 98 World War II and Korean War heroes who are so excited to join us. We've got Jake Moulter, who was supposed to fly last month but had a fall and had to cancel, and they thought he'd never be able to fly again. He took a turn for the better, and he's excited and waving at everyone, saying, I'm back, I'm here, I'm so excited that I can fly today. So uh, we've got 15 World War II heroes and 84 Korean War heroes. And, you know, the, the Korean War was really never recognized. It was called a conflict for many, many years. These veterans cry when we invite them to fly with us. They called it the Forgotten War, and now 60-plus years later, we're finally remembering And it's so special. I was uh, able to go with you guys back in 2011, I do believe. And um, water cannons greet you when you arrive at Washington Dulles Airport. And it's really a hero's welcome along the way, and even when you arrive back home. Can you tell us about that? Oh, absolutely. Um, and I, I should add that I, I talked to veterans from that trip, and they still say, you know, Amy Jacobson kissed me. <laughs> I was wheelchair candy. <laughs> so uh, the trip is all about every opportunity that we can to say thank you. From the time we land at Dulles Airport and there's a water cannon salute and the veterans just look out the window and see this, um, the fire fire cannons on either side hitting the plane and, and it forms the shape of a V and it, it you know, V for victory. It's the highest honor you can bestow on a retiring pilot or a plane. Um, Captain Sullenberger was given a water cannon salute when he retired. Uh, from there to police escorts all through D.C., imagine five motor coach buses being escorted by police, and everyone has to pull off the road because heroes are coming. And they look up thinking it's a rock and roll band, and they realize that it's our American heroes. Yeah. Uh, so we go to you know Air Force Memorial Lincoln, Korean, and Vietnam Memorial, World War II, and the last stop is to see the Enola Gay and, and the planes that, sure. um, that covered many of our soldiers and, um, and uh, from World War II and Korea. And then we get back on the plane, and unbeknownst to the veterans, we've done mail calls. Oh, just that's like they so had emotional. <laughs> Isn't that the best? Yeah, baby? and they'd ask you if you're a volunteer, if you ever can volunteer, they ask you, you have to read. Some of them have you know a hard time reading or seeing the words, so you have to read the letters to them, and it's just waterworks. It's so beautifully oh. written and just things that people wanted to say to their grandpa or their husband or their dad that they never said before. One veteran said on uh, last flight, yesterday I was able to read my own eulogy. He said, my children wrote about how much I meant to them and how much I've imparted to them and the lessons that they've learned thanks to my guidance. That's awesome. How lucky can one get? That's awesome. So uh, then now they're clutching their mail to their chest, and the welcome home of a lifetime is at Midway Airport. It's Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard standing at attention, saluting bagpipers, and hundreds and hundreds of people at Midway Airport that that are out to say thank you. Well, and don't forget, uh, also part of that welcome home is the Amy Jacobson kissing booth at Midway Airport. <laughs> We'll be up and running this year. So, yeah, so you have that. And before we say that, we're going to have to call security. I'm not sure if we can handle the crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like, Get in line, sure. please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no, no question about that. Well, how can people, and I'm not kidding. Yeah, well, how can people help out and, and donate to this cause? Because it really is, it's life-changing. If you ever can volunteer, it sticks with you for the rest of your life because it means the world to these veterans. Absolutely. Um, so as far as 
the most important way that they could help is to donate. Um, we normally have seven flights per year, and this year we had to cut it down to six uh, because we just didn't have the donations to make that seventh flight. So um, it cost $1,200 to fly one American hero for an all-expense-paid everything. There's just nothing that um, we scrimp at. And um, any help, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, anything that you could do to help. We had a little boy, a six-year-old in the last flight, you know, missing his two front teeth that walked up at the end of the day and said, I just got my allowance. Will this dollar help to get my, my grandpa or someone else on the trip? Yes. <laughs> so any amount helps. And I mean, and, and, you know, there's a sense of urgency about this, too. I don't mean to be macabre, but um, not just World War II veterans, but Korean War veterans are getting up in age, too. And so um, obviously 88 trips, you've served thousands of, uh, of veterans, but um, there's uh, many more to serve just in the Chicago area. Absolutely. We have over 1,500 on our waiting list. Okay. And the average age is 87. So it, it's a sacrilege to have any on our waiting list. And, and uh, with help, we, we hope to, to have many, many, many more flights honoring all of our American heroes. The website again, uh, people can... Get... Honorflightchicago.org, honorflightchicago.org. And many of our seniors um, who may be listening can also call us at 773-227-VETS, V-E-T-S, or 8387, 773-227-8387. And the website, again, honorflightchicago.org. Mary Petnano, thanks so much for joining us and for your great work. Honor Flight Chicago's great work. Have fun today and have uh, safe travels. Thank you so much, both Dan and Amy. And this flight is our 8,000th veteran that we're celebrating. Wow. So we've flown more veterans than any other Honor Flight in the country, and we're quite proud of that. That's awesome. That's a nice, uh, nice thing to be prideful of here in Chicago. Mary, thanks uh, again for joining us. Appreciate your time. And I have to tell you, it is a long day. They pick up veterans at five in the morning, and they it, you, you travel so many different places. It's you, you get home at about nine o'clock at night, but it is worth it just to to meet different veterans. And three of the ones, um, gentlemen that I was proud enough to wheel around Washington D.C. have passed away, but they were so grateful for that moment. So if you know anybody, if you have a loved one who's a World War II veteran or a Korean War veteran, please call Honor Flight Chicago and. Uh, Hook them up with a flight. And Mary joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. You've made the switch, and it feels so good. You've switched to Chicago's morning answer on AM 560.